I'm so glad you're tuning into this video. We're learning how to live one day at a time, taking one thought that can be a great thought, that can be an anchor thought, that can be a swing thought, that can guide us through the day, keep us connected with God, and give us a place to stand. And today's thought, I love, it's all about rule number 62. You might have heard of this. This actually comes from the tradition of AA Alcoholics Anonymous. In the early days, there was a group getting started, and there was a guy, a leader, who was prone towards grandiosity, and he was determined that he was going to begin the greatest AA group of all time, and he had visions for this education center and kind of lavish rehab facilities and incredibly complicated uh, picture of what the future was going to look like. And in order to ensure that everything would be exactly the way that he wanted to, that it would be in control and look like his vision, he actually wrote down 61 separate rules that everybody who was a part of this vision was going to follow. And of course, that violated the whole notion of keep it simple, stupid. And it was a spectacular flop. The thing just was a complete, utter, miserable failure. And everybody knew it. And he wrote a little summary of it in a single postcard and sent it into headquarters. And uh, it consisted of a single sentence, rule number 62. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. Like when you're tempted to think that everything begins and ends with you and how I look, what other people think about me is everything. Just let it go. Stop playing God. Now, you might want to change it today to don't take yourself too seriously. But I will say that uh, that original language is almost theologically accurate. C.S. Lewis wrote a wonderful book called The Screwtape Letters. And in the beginning, he has these uh, remarkable quotes. Martin Luther says that if you cannot get the devil to flee through using text of scriptures, the best way is to jeer him and flaunt him because he cannot stand to be laughed at. And Thomas More, another great thinker of the Christian faith, said, the devil proud spirit cannot endure to be mocked. G.K. Chesterton wrote that uh, Lucifer was originally an angel, but he fell because of the force of gravity, because of the weight of his own need for importance, his own need to think that he was God. Today, don't take yourself too seriously. Maybe the most influential pope of the 20th century was John XXIII. He's a remarkable man, a remarkable intellect, but especially an amazing spirit and a deeply humbly, humble person. And uh, one time an archbishop came up to him, a guy who had just been made archbishop, and he was filled with self-importance and self-preoccupation. And he said to John XXIII, I'm just not able to sleep at night because the weight of all the responsibilities that I carry is so great because it's so important that I get everything right. And John the 23rd looked at him and said, with some compassion, yes, I, I used to have that problem also. I used to not be able to sleep until a guardian angel came to me at night and said, hey, Johnny boy, don't take yourself so seriously. And the thought of an angel saying that to a pope, I just love. And what he was saying, with some humor, was, uh, I am seeking to be liberated from the sin of taking myself, my image, my reputation, my project, 
what people think of me, my self-importance. I'm seeking to be delivered from the sin of taking myself too seriously. Not God too seriously, not life too seriously, not other people. Me, I take myself so seriously. And John the 23rd was saying, I'm now engaging in a, a spiritual discipline of laughing at myself. Now, you might never have thought about laughing at yourself as a spiritual discipline before, but it is. And it's terribly important to being a fully human person. When we are unable to laugh at ourselves anymore, we are vulnerable to terrible problems. I've been reading an amazing book called Story by Robert McKee. And McKee says in it that the shortest book in human history is the book of human, of, of German humor. Because uh, when a society becomes unable to laugh at itself, when its leaders become puffed up and authoritarian and narcissistic, then we're headed for trouble. And it's a fascinating thing if you think about four words that are all deeply connected to the same root. Human, to have humanity, humor, humility, a sense of uh, my own creatureliness, all come out of the root uh, humus, which is that dark material that comes from decaying plants and animals from which human beings rise. And I want to live today with humanity and humility and humor. So I remember 62, rule number 62, don't take yourself too seriously. One of the pictures that I have that I most love is a picture of my dad uh, towards the end of his life. And uh, he just has this unforced, deeply felt smile on his face. My dad was often kind of self-conscious if somebody was taking a picture, and so he would do a smile where he's trying to smile for the camera. Here, my mom told me the reason for this particular picture is my dad was uh, drinking a Diet Coke. My dad was a teetotaler from a long line of teetotalers. But at the last second, somebody swapped out the Coke and put a can of beer in his hand. So in the picture, you can't see the can, but you see my dad smiling. And I was thinking about this and about the role of joy in our lives. And why is it that the Bible actually makes joy a command? Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. And I was thinking when I was a kid, if dad came home and there was a smile like that on his face, if my dad was deeply, deeply happy, it was good news for everybody in the house. Joy to my dad would just trickle down to everybody else. You think about that when you were a kid, when your dad was really happy or your mom was really happy or you're going to work and your boss is deeply joyful. What a good thing that is for you. It's odd because we'll often think of joy as a selfish pursuit. But the truth is you have a moral obligation to be joyful. When you and I are joyful, it brings joy to the people around us. And when we're not, when we take ourselves too damn seriously, it brings gravity and a loss of morale and a loss of human spirit and a loss of goodness to other people. And our God is a God who loves joy or else he would not have commanded it and who actually loves it when we laugh. One of the remarkable stories that reveals this part of God's character involves God's interactions with Abraham and Sarah. These are the characters who are going to begin God's people. And God first comes to Abraham when he's quite an old guy, 75, and says, I'm going to start a new nation with you. And then he waits 24 years. The joke's on you. 
he comes to Abraham in Genesis chapter 17, I think it is, and says, you're going to be a father through Sarah. And Abraham secretly laughs. Is this going to happen at this age when I'm too old to become a father? And then in the next chapter, God comes back, reiterates the promise. And this time Sarah hears and Sarah falls down and Sarah laughs. Well, I have this pleasure at my age. And I think she's using the word pleasure ironically. And God actually says to Sarah, why did you laugh? And Sarah lies because she's afraid and says, I didn't laugh. And God says, yes, you did laugh. And then Isaac is born. They give him the name Isaac. And Isaac means he laughs. And uh, Sarah's wonderful comment on this is in, in the book of Genesis is that the Lord has brought me laughter. You think about that one. The Lord has brought me laughter. The Lord has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. See, this need to receive our life with lightness and gratitude and not take ourselves too seriously uh, is not something that is glib or casual. It is deeply rooted in the person of God. Paul says, we boast in the hope of the glory of God. And I know what it is uh, to be in the middle of a situation where you feel the pain and the hurt so deeply that you don't have words for it. And laughter is needed then maybe as much as it's needed anytime else. Because it's only a passing thing, the shadow. It's only a passing thing, sin and death and darkness. It is God and the love and the hope and the goodness of God that will triumph through the cross, and then the resurrection, which is the great moment of laughter in all of human history. So today, remember rule number 62. Don't take yourself too seriously. Look for opportunities at some points during the day to say, I was wrong. Today, just for today, don't try to look perfect. Don't try to sound perfect. Don't try to be perfect. Actually celebrate imperfections. Today, don't try to be too cool. I was reading a fascinating author who was talking about what a uh, destructive force the concept of cool has been. How many students in school, how many little kids feel shame for reasons they cannot articulate because they feel like they're not cool. You know, there is no commandment in the Bible that says, thou shalt be cool. Today, don't try to be cool. Don't try. Today, give grace to the imperfections of other people when you see them. Today, look for very small things. This breath, the sound of a bird, the smile of a friend, the taste of a bite of food for which to be grateful. Today, don't walk around like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders because you don't. He does. Today, remember rule number 62. I'll see you tomorrow.